Good day. Welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come on in. The Book of Proverbs is a collection of writings, mainly by King Solomon, who was endowed by God with the extraordinary gift of wisdom. These writings are wisdom, which reveals how a person can live a godly and God-pleasing life. It provides God's people with a way to deal successfully with the practical affairs of everyday life, living God's ways as they listen to him. We will look at the topic from Proverbs about being a witness. This theme runs throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. We can be a true witness or a false witness. Let's start by looking at being a false witness. The false witness is part of the very first sins committed by humanity. Indeed, don't be a false witness is one of the very ten commandments that were given by God to Moses in Exodus chapter 20. In regard to being a false witness, in a simple desert community as ancient Israel were, nearly all such crimes were seen as capital offences. And if for somebody was to be a successful false witness, that person would be seen as something of a murderer. Here is what the great reformer Martin Luther said concerning this. The commandment against false witness is to prohibit the public judgment and reproof of the neighbour. One can indeed see and hear the neighbour's sin but one has no command to report it to others. If one judges and passes sentence, one falls into a sin which is greater than his, except for judges, parents and preachers. Some tough words there as we start out, aren't they? The other great reformer, John Calvin, taught that this commandment of not being a false witness emphasises that the Christian is to assert only the truth with pure motives for the maintenance of our neighbour's good name and estate. So first of all, what is a false witness? What do you think it is? A false witness, at the base level, is the lying and telling of falsehoods and embellished half-truths for profit or self-gain. It is whispering, tail-bearing, backbiting, slandering, seeking the destruction of another person's character through innuendo, sly insinuation and evil suggestion. False witness can also be seen as all dishonest conduct. Leviticus 19 verse 11 Do not deceive or cheat one another. However, being a false witness is not just lying but of lying in order to deceive, dupe, and con other people out of something. Being a false witness is seen as not loving your neighbour as yourself, Leviticus 19 verse 18, and it certainly isn't loving God. We see this in the life of the ancient nation of Israel. Ancient Israel were God's very own chosen people, and they were to be God's shining light of his goodness to the whole world. They were to be honest, faithful and true witnesses of God and his truth to the world, reflecting his holiness and character to the world. 
But as we read the Old Testament, they often failed and were themselves false witnesses. As they succumbed to the temptations, often forsaking God, as they chose to appease false gods and worship those false gods instead of God himself. God had to punish them in varying ways because of this false witness by them, certainly in relation to their idolatry. Let's continue by looking at what Proverbs has to say about the false witness and why we are not to be as such. Reading from Proverbs chapter 6, a troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth, who winks maliciously with his eye, signals with his feet, and motions with his fingers, who plots evil with deceit in his heart, he always stirs up conflict. Therefore disaster will overtake him in an instant, he will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. A false witness is part of what makes a person an abomination to God. Look at how the writer of Proverbs here describes the person in verses 12 to 15. A false witness is somebody who is seen to poison all manner of social life and a purveyor of injustice who destroys justice between people. The false witness is a troublemaker who stirs up conflict with the community of God's people and within their own family. Look at how they act. Which one of these descriptors, if any, sticks out the most for you? A false witness does so through not only their words, but it is also seen in their attitude, their actions, their thought life, and of their influence upon others. The false witness can affect all aspects of life, their victims' lives, as well as their own as they keep up the pretense and perjury. Let's read together from Proverbs 12, verses 13 to 19. Evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk, and so the innocent escape trouble. From the fruit of their lips, people are filled with good things, and the work of their hands brings them reward. The way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. Being a false witness involves lying and lying maliciously. The false witness is lying to God, lying to themselves, and lying to other people. Being a false witness and lying is seen as one of the worst disservices a person can do to somebody else.
The lies of the false witness can destroy the lives of other people and strip those who are innocent of all justice. The false witness lies to themselves as flattery and pride take over their life, and they think that they are better or indeed worse than they really are. Compare the false witness to that of the honest witness who tells only the truth and nothing but the truth. The person who is habitually truthful will always give proper advice in a time of crisis and strength. The lover of truth, the honest witness, will always give out the truth. But the false witness will give out nothing but lies and half-truths. Let's read Proverbs chapter 9, verses 5 to 9. A false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will not go free. Many curry favour with a ruler, and everyone is the friend of one who gives gifts. The poor are shunned by all their relatives. How much more do their friends avoid them? Though the poor pursue them with pleading, they are nowhere to be found. The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. A false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will perish. The false witness will not go unpunished. Perjurers may escape human justice, but they will not escape God's judgment upon them. So serious is this that again repetition is used because it is repeated in verses 5 and 9, as well as in Proverbs 21, verse 28. They will not just be punished, but as part of the punishment, they will perish. Deuteronomy chapter 19, and verses 16 to 21, shows the punishments for being a false and malicious witness. The judges must investigate the case thoroughly. If the accuser has brought false charges against his fellow Israelite, you must impose on the accuser the sentence he intended for the other person. In this way, you will purge such evil from among you. Here, we see that the false witness is to be punished by the imposition of the intended punishment of the person they lied about. Why? so that this particular evil of being a false witness will prove to be a lesson to other people, and that this sin is seen to be serious. Let's read Proverbs chapter 21, verses 28 to 31. A false witness will perish, but a careful listener will testify successfully. The wicked put up a bold front, but the upright give thought to their ways. There is no wisdom, no insight, no plan that can succeed against the Lord. The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but victory rests with the Lord. The false witness, as part of their punishment from God, will ultimately perish. The honest and faithful witness, the careful listener, will know and understand whereas the false witness who has an axe to grind seeks to cover for themselves through lies and perjury. A person who listens, a person who is an honest and true witness, is worthy of being listened to. The false witness clearly breaks the command to love your neighbour as yourself. 
not necessarily at its outset, but as the mistruths and lies grow and build. They are under condemnation for their alliance with untruths, mistruths, and half-truths, which are all under the pretense of a good and happy ending, and those little white lies will prove that, well, it will be all worth it in the end. This is where the lies cause the false witness to lose respect and reverence for God, as well as for the truth. Lies and the perpetration of lies causes the false witness to have boldness in themselves alone and causes them to be willing to contradict themselves in order to save themselves. Their conscience is seared as their lies cause injury to their neighbour's character, property or indeed life. The false witness's lies and attitude of life banishes any fear of the Lord Fear of the Lord we know is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. So as the false witness has no fear of the Lord, they therefore cannot be construed or described as being wise or knowledgeable. Why? Because they are puffed up with their own self-importance. The false witness will be confounded and silenced as part of their punishment. The good, faithful and honest witness will hold to their testimony and not waver from the truth and they will garner respect, credit, and authority with other people. The false witness shall not. Let's read Proverbs chapter 25, verses 18 to 20. Like a club or a sword or a sharp arrow is one who gives false testimony against a neighbor. Like a broken tooth or a lame foot is reliance on the unfaithful in a time of trouble like one who takes away a garment on a cold day, or like vinegar poured on a wound, is the one who sings songs to a heavy heart. Finally, for our journey here in Proverbs, we see that the false witness is universally condemned. Their words, lies and deception reveals their cruelty, malice and murder of their neighbour. Their lies are akin to piercing their neighbour with a sword or arrow, of cudgelling the head of their neighbour. Such is the sheer wickedness of the false witness. Their tongue has become the weapon of destruction upon their neighbour, as they are defamed by and lied about by the false witness. What are we as Christians to be like? as we seek to be honest, faithful, and true witnesses today for Jesus Christ. These could be a mark of the 21st century Christian being a false witness to some degree. When we are silent when given the opportunity to give testimony about God, when we are not sharing the gospel with that other person or persons, when clearly there is the opportunity to do so, when we are not praying for somebody who we know is in need, when we say that we will pray for somebody, and then we don't pray for them, where we share a false gospel, where there is more to God's salvation, including works, than by the true gospel, which states that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. By not being a false witness, and by being faithful witnesses, we Christians will show that we truly fear the Lord and act with integrity. We will value wisdom, getting understanding and receiving instruction. 
we will show that we won't be lazy and that we will accept discipline and reproof. May the Holy Spirit help each one of us daily so that we can show we are indeed holy, faithful and true witnesses for Jesus Christ. Let's go to be effective witnesses for Jesus Christ and not to be false witnesses in any aspect of our life. Let's go not being false witnesses, but rather as true, honest and faithful witnesses for Jesus Christ and Him alone as we work, rest and play. Thanks for joining us here at Partakers Podcasts. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ alone and make Him known. Our books are also available on Amazon at www.pulptheology.com See you later!